Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast. It's Kirsty and Isaac here. This podcast was developed by and for Amazon sellers to highlight the very best strategies on how to grow your Amazon business and to get valuable insight from sellers to illustrate the ups and downs of selling on this incredible platform. So in this episode, we're going to be speaking with a friend and member of ours who is an Amazon seller herself, Cheryl Alka. And so, hey, Cheryl, how are you going? I'm good. Thanks, Kirsty. And you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. It looks nice and sunny over there, over in, um, whereabouts are you based again? Florida. In Florida. Wow. It's never not sunny in Florida unless there's like a hurricane or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's important. But hey, you know, (laughs) is there anywhere, you know, or something? Well, also, clearly you're from somewhere else um, because I can detect the British tones in your voice. So maybe we can start by getting to know a little bit about you first, just so that, you know, the people listening in, they can understand what your journey has been and, you know, feel free to go right back to where you were in sunny England and how you got to, um, to Florida and how you got into this cool Amazon game. Um, yeah, originally, obviously English and Poole in Dorset, but moved to the Channel Islands, Jersey, um, when I was about 17. Stayed there. We, then we came to Florida with our two children, uh, Jack, he was seven, Hannah was four, Um, about sort of 15 years ago and um, basically my background sort of exercise etc always been in you know have my own studio in the UK etc and um, well in Jersey and then um, so always had this sort of exercise background and that's when I sort of I started doing DVDs um, because a lot of my clients in West Palm in Wellington, I didn't realize it was the winter equestrian capital of the world. You know, I came here and people were saying, oh, what do you do? And I say stretch. And they said, you know, stretch, you know, I do flexibility work. I specialize in flexibility. And they said, oh, you stretch horses. And I went, can you? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> but I said, I'll give it a go, I guess. Um, <laughs> so um, I start, because they're very transient, they were coming in, you know, literally, you get all these sort of snowbirds come in and obviously we get thousands and thousands of horses come into this, you know, little place at this time of year, the sort of winter time here. And um, then they all leave and they were coming, you know, to my classes and I was seeing a lot of people privately and they um, asked, you know, I want to take away your program. So I sort of ju- just did these DVDs. And then I, um, and that's kind of how it came about. It was just literally, and I literally did get somebody who used to just video horse people. I just went, oh, can you do me then? <laughs> so he, he'd never done anything like that before. He just videoed these horses going right for them to sell. And suddenly I'm asking him to do an exercise DVD. So um, anyway, so that's... that's Reminds me of uh, Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, when they're like, can you do, can you do this uh, detective work for this human? And he's like, I don't do humans. So, yeah. <laughs> I said, I'll, be, I'll stay still. I won't move as much as a horse. But anyway, so that's, <laughs> so that's kind of how my first DVDs were done. And that was the reason. Then I was sort of always looking for something, you know, because I was literally swapping hours for money all the time. And, you know, I can, when I'm with clients, it was like an hour 
And then I'd travel to another client and over here, it wasn't like being in Jersey, you know, where it's nine miles by five, it's 45 square mile island, you know, where I could get to people very quickly. You know, I might be an hour, hour and a half in between clients. And so it was just like, this is ridiculous. You know, I'm just, um, so really, how can I have some passive income through what I know? And that was when I just, um, I did um, ASM first, is that right? Yeah, Mason Selling Machine, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just literally threw the DVDs up and that was it. You know, didn't know anything, just thought, well, I've got them, I'll put them there. Mm. And I think I put it up and then within a day, someone bought one. I couldn't believe it. I was, <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, someone's actually bought this DVD. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was how it kind of started. Um, and oh, I really... Cool really just didn't bother just let them tick along because I get them made in the US and it was like oh I've run out now you know I've got 20 left or whatever I'll I'll order some and that they they came in and you know they come in in about 10 days so it was really just very haphazard the way I went about it and I really wasn't you know because I was still doing all this one-to-one work and it was probably about last year 18 months ago that I decided that you know, I was getting a bit long in the tooth going to stretch people. <laughs> I was hobbling in, you know. <laughs> I just thought, this is sad, Cheryl, you know. You're trying, trying to be this, you know. And I, so I just thought I'd, I'd really kind of, you know, I thought, well, if I can sell those stupid DVDs, then maybe I can, um, well, I'm putting my work down, but, you know. Yeah. I was gonna yeah um, some people and um so I just thought I you know I'd look at it a bit more seriously oh fantastic so basically you went yeah I mean that it's it's very interesting the way you got into it you know we meet a lot of people like that it's it's a case of okay you're doing something over here and then you're thinking well how can I actually make this bigger and so um, it seems like from what you were saying that Amazon felt like oh yeah that would be a great channel because a lot of people are selling on there and actually, it's a good way to start. You know, you, you started with something that you'd already had rather than, you know, putting a lot of capital in there just to test to make sure that, you know, it wasn't a scam kind of thing. You know, you can actually sell things. Started selling your own work, which is great. But yeah, if you're doing something that has you in it, then you have to put more thought and effort around it, right, to make it a bigger business. And from what you said, it sounds like you were like, yeah, I think I just need to concentrate on stretching myself than trying to help stretch others so you know what else can I sell to make this a a big maybe a bigger business and actually put some focus around it so when when you started that like what kind of hurdles did you face um when you first started when you thought okay I'm going to make the switch from selling my dvds to what kind of products you were going to sell on amazon what kind of hurdles did you face and how did you start to overcome them I think um, yeah, it was basically then because I was going through, you know, the sort of ASM training, it was then just, you know, doing all that research and just coming up with sort of random products. And in my heart, I'd sort of wanted to keep in my wheelhouse because I, you know, I knew that people would ask questions and, you know, if you get a bad review or somebody, you know, says something or, you know, they're asking something, you really kind of need to know about your product. Um, so I, you know, I did sort of kind of have an instinct to do that but then um literally start when I started to sort of say I'm really going to concentrate on this 
I just started to look for products. And then I was thinking about my kids, you know, trying to get them involved because I really feel, you know, for them, they're living in such a different world to what I was, you know, or am, you know, from when I was their age, you know, and we totally believe um, or everything online, you know, that's what we're teaching them. And so I really wanted them to see, you know, well, yeah, I can do this because it was something that, I don't know, it, it's, it's very easy to do from one point of view. You know, you can just put something, find something, you know, you don't have to have, um, I didn't think you didn't, you had to have a major amount of money to do it. So we kind of just chose a product for them that was kind of interesting to them and one for me. And then, then I just thought, oh, I like my dogs as well. So let's add something in for them. (laughs) (laughs) I ended up with like five or six products that I decided to buy all at once, really. And um, then the shit hit the fan, basically. (laughs) (laughs) And then, thank God, I met you. (laughs) I was already sinking at that stage. Um, I, I, I think I was a bit like a, you know, a deer caught in the headlights. I was just like, now what am I going to do? Because then I came to your training and realized, oh my goodness, this is a mess, a big mess, you know? Yeah. So now that you kind of saw that you were in this position where, you know, and Kirsty, we've talked about this before. Um, we've done this both ourselves where it's like, okay, I think I can just do all these products at once because otherwise, how am I going to be able to hit my goals, right? I've got to launch multiple products. But launching that one time is probably not preferred for most people. So when you basically, we started talking to you, we were like, hey, you know, this isn't what we'd recommend. You're like, yeah, it's kind of too late now, but let's try to make the best of it. Um, Kind of what was the uh, mindset that you have now versus, you know, uh, four or five months ago? And what kind of things have you changed to like make this actually work for you in the end? One, I would definitely give everybody advice. Do not do that. (laughs) Doesn't matter. I think even if you think you can, you know, afford it, you know, if you you set up all your finances and everything, I think you really just need to concentrate on one at a time. Um, And because, you know, some, you think it's, you've done all the work, you've done everything. And just for some reason, it's not as the seller that you thought it was going to be. The one that I really thought was just going to, really work didn't as well as the ones that I was just like I'm not really both you know I didn't think that was going to work and it did you know and so, so I think you know that would be so I think you just really need to focus in on the numbers and that was one of the things that I had not even you know as I say I just threw things up and, and just threw caution to the wind and also I didn't realize how much was needed to properly launch um something you know yeah. so I say just do one what I did is after coming to Las Vegas and meeting and you know sitting down with you guys and and then obviously doing the training with you realized you know and the brand would have been the better way to go with what I know but as I say I was in it so I just literally tried to focus in on one at a time and that has kind of worked you know um, by just really saying okay I'm I mean, I had to do all their bullet points and the photos. I mean, it was it was a mess. I mean, I just hadn't, I really hadn't had a, a clue. And yet I'd done another type of training, you know, and it, but this was like, totally, you know, I, I was just, it was, everything was a mess. The work that I needed to do and then try and multiply that by five or six products was just mind blowing, you know? Yeah. 
And the one thing you mentioned there was uh, you, you talked about knowing what metrics and what numbers to look at and stuff. So maybe you can kind of tell people, you know, before you're selecting products, what are you kind of looking at now versus before when you actually picked all five products at once? I'm now looking at, you know, obviously the ROI, which I never had considered, you know, so I'm looking at that because that, you know, was quite eye-opening to me, the difference of looking at that, you know, as far as when you're reordering inventory and how much you're going to make and then, you know, so you you can look at the, the, the actual individual product and think, oh, that's enough margin. I'm getting my 30 or 35%. But then if you look at then how much that might cost when you've got a reorder, you know, you might not have those sort of funds. So that really helped me. That was a big thing that now I, you know, try and concentrate on. As on and, and it was surprising the ones that I thought, oh, that's not good. It actually was when I looked at the ROI, you know, that gave me a much bigger understanding of mm. which focus in on because that's you know when you're trying to replenish stock when you're still holding inventory because you have to you know that makes a big difference Mm. I think it's interesting what you're saying there as well because sometimes we feel like we're onto a great idea but if the numbers don't work then it's not a great idea it looks great on paper it you know visually it looks great but actually if it's not going to hit the goal that you want then it's you know, it's not a great idea, right? So, and we've all done that. We've all thought something would be awesome, but when we've actually sat down, gone through all the numbers properly. And and I think it's an interesting point you made about the inventory as well and understanding that your first investment, it might actually be two orders of that before you actually start to come back and, and be able to reinvest back in that product. So understanding how much money you're going to need for the first order and then the second order is probably what you need to understand, isn't it? Before you actually launch the product as well, so you know how much investment you've got. So with your five that you wanted to do, you would have needed to double that. So 10, 10 times the cash, yeah. uh, not 10 times the cash, sorry, double the cash, but, te- but it's almost like doing 10 products, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was, just, it was just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> probably not much. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're on the right path now though Cheryl at least you're on the right path so if you knowing what you know now somebody um, uh, I say to people now do training you know go with you guys or whatever but go with before you start you know because at least then you're given all the right tools and you can take out a lot of those base those mistakes that you don't even think, I mean, I had them all shipped to me as well. Can you imagine? Boxes down well everywhere. Then I had to get a warehouse to put them in, so that's more expense. And then I had to redo them and send them off to Amazon. I mean, the money was just stupid. I didn't even, you know, as I say, I'd done another type of training which told me to have them shipped to me and um, so that I could check them. And so that's what I did, check them all. But then I had to re put them in boxes and I had to buy boxes because some of them were bashed up so much. Oh, goodness. And me. you were trying to get yeah. out of being tired from stretching people and doing all that manual labor. I know. And there I was a packing agent. <laughs> 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 but like, is this what it's all about? You know, they were putting all these things into uh, boxes. They said they, at least they can add um, factory work into their resume day. Because <laughs> 
had like a conveyor belt. Even my son's friends used to come round and help us. But yeah, so <laughs> if, if you want to know about mistakes, I'm the person to come to. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you're kicking. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you're still standing and you're, you're still moving through, and you're starting to see some some success now, right? From having gone through that process and understanding you know, what to take off your plate and what actually is to simplify down basically what you actually need to do to make the business successful. So what do you think that in terms of you as Cheryl, what do you think your unique skill is that has helped you become successful, right? So you've had great training, you know, you know, you've, you've worked with coaches, which is awesome, but there's something within you that's pushing you forward. And I'm sure people would love to understand that a little bit more as well. So what do you think that is for you? I think the worst thing for me was that when I got a bad review, I took it so personally and I, it, I felt sick, you know, and it, it was awful. So I've got a little bit more thick skinned about that and just, you know, realized I can't please everybody all the time. And, um, you know, and I constantly looked at everybody else and said, oh, they've got a bad review, thank goodness, you know. But yeah, I just think it's because I... You know, I've, I think I've started to decipher what works and what doesn't now, you know, um, so I've, I can, you know, the things that I thought would, I think, I think I look at it now and say, what do people just go on Amazon for and don't really, you know, they don't think about it too much, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that was kind of the way I, I, I feel now, because the most successful of my products are actually the ones that um, everybody, you know, kind of wants, but it, it doesn't matter. They don't have to go into a shop and feel it and, you know, um, really have a good look at it. It's just something, well, that I can order on Amazon. So I, I think that's, that's sort of, ha that's the way I'm kind of looking at things a little bit now, you know, is that they'll, what's the things that mostly, what would I just go on Amazon and buy and not really, not worry too much about, do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be, I wouldn't have to see it, feel it, smell it or anything like that. So that's kind of what I try and do is what do I buy on Amazon? What, you know, what am I looking for when I post? Because I use Amazon a lot now. So um, all my purchases, in fact, you know, I just constantly go on Amazon. So I try and look at what I'm looking for. You know, am I impressed by packaging? Am I, you know, does that feel better product to me if it comes nicely packaged? Or am I not worried about that? So I try and apply you know, I think that's all I can do is apply what I feel personally for myself. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people would actually benefit from thinking of themselves as customers, not just sellers, and then understanding that you want to buy the stuff that you are going to sell as well. And then thinking of it as if I want to buy this product, how is it going to look to me? How am I going to talk to myself and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I know. It was actually because it was funny. It was one of um, one of the products. And I I didn't like the packaging. I thought it was really bad. I was very disappointed in it. And I just thought I can't send that out because immediately they get that. They're just going to go, that's cheap. Um, and even though without even opening it, you know, so I actually got these really cute, you know, little bags made and what have you, put the logo on and what have you. And then my daughter actually said, well, you know, that's just adding extra expense because I said, well, we may as well, I've ordered actually more. Let's put this other one in that as well. And she said, well, the packaging on that's okay. I said, but Hannah, if that one came to you and that one came, which one would you, you know, prefer she went and that one I went. So it's, it's kind of worth, it was worth the extra little bit of expense on it, you know? And she yeah. said, all right, you know, that would, 
come across to me as a much better quality product and I would actually enjoy receiving that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're thinking about the customer in terms of what would they want to buy once they're on Amazon? It's, it's almost like from what you're saying, it's almost like a no brainer offer. So that's the kind of mentality that you're going into um, product selection with. But then what you're trying to do is offer better quality so that once they get that product, that they're actually going to review the product and give you a great review because that's how you're going to stand out versus all the other sea of different products that are on Amazon that are no brainer offers, right? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. One thing I would uh, kind of like to hear from your perspective, because obviously you've, you've started a business and now you've kind of got to the phase where you're also then growing and scaling it. I guess it's kind of a two-part question. What would you say to somebody who's thinking about starting selling on Amazon now? And what kind of advice would you give to somebody who's actually currently in an Amazon business? If you could give them any one piece of advice, maybe that you, you would see as something that maybe not so many Amazon, current Amazon sellers know about right now or don't think about as much. I think, you know, the, the listing itself, making it look as attractive as possible, those bullet points and everything, you know, I think that that really stands out. I think that's really important. The wording you use, trying to really, again, put yourself in the buyer's shoes of is that talking to them, you know, as a, as a person um, who wants to buy that product. So I think you really have to think, you know, that's important. I, th I think very important, obviously, because your listing is your advert. My husband actually said to me, so, so, so what you know, type of advertising? I said, well, your listing is your advert. So you have to make it, you know, if, if anybody else putting a, an advert on something, you know, they can put all these images in and what have you and change it around, but that's your advert, you know, so you've got to almost as well try and look at it was if I saw that on a billboard or whatever, or in a magazine, would I buy that, you know, mm -hmm. so I think that helps you sort of make the listing try and look as attractive as possible, you know, with, you know, the colors you use and, you know, the bullet points, maybe emojis or whatever, or not too wordy, you know, as I say, you just try and think of it as, well, that is, you know, when you're doing your sponsored ads, that's your advert, you know, you, it's not something else, it's your listing. So try, I get try and look at it as how can I make that as, as attractive as possible where I could stand out, you know, against the competition. Yeah. And as far as for people who are thinking about starting this journey, do you got any advice or, or maybe something that they should check into or something before they start going off and, throwing $50,000 down the drain. <laughs> with you, <laughs> proper training. I mean, and I'm not, you know, I haven't put my hand behind my back, but nothing, this isn't, I mean, it was just mind blowing to me working, you know, especially when I came to Las Vegas in that, that setting was just, I'd never been to anything. We obviously did the training, um, you know, online, but to actually be in a room and have you sat next to me or, rolling, <laughs> but having Kirsty sat next to the computer, you know, having Amanda that, and, you know, having it and asking questions and you actually sit down me. I've never seen that before. I don't think my husband goes on things all the time. And, um, that's, that's, I've never, I would say to people, go to the live event. Are you too? <laughs> just to have somebody sat there with you. As I say, I, I was at one point, you know, I could, I just felt, well, hopeless and I was ready for tears and then I just remember you sitting next to me first and it was like it was just like your mother you know you were my mother I Christ the other way around but 
it was just that comfort of knowing, you know, it was like, dumb, 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 you know, and, um, and, and that was just, I mean, made all the difference to me personally, really mm-hmm. did. I came back and thought, oh, I can do this, you know, because I had a real plan. And that was, that was the most important thing to me. So as I say, it's, it's, if you can try and go to something like that, try and go to that live event. Awesome work. Yeah, because I think the thing I picked up there was that you, it, it's all right starting something, isn't it? But it's when you get to key decision points that that's when we feel, um, and we've been there as well, when we've worked with a lot of people, it's that's the doubt starts to creep in a little bit. So just having someone there to be able to push you forward. And usually you're making the right decisions anyway. It's just more, you know, trust yourself. If you don't trust yourself, then ask someone else who's been there and done it versus someone like your grandma, right? Who's never, <laughs> who doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah, just someone who's been there and done that that can push you in, in the right direction. I think it you will save a lot of people a lot of time um, and money, as you, as you said. Real time as well. You know, it wasn't my products, it was other people's. And actually seeing that working, um, you know, so whether you're a visual person or, you know, somebody who learns by, you know, seeing, but it, because you're dealing with real people, you know, real products in, in real time, it was just, um, that was, as I say, whether it was in my product, or it was just watching everybody else. That was, um, to me, so much, so worth it. And so obviously, you know, you've had some, you know, um, crazy things that you've been trying to do in the business, but also you've had some ups as well. So can you give us an idea about how your business is going now and where, you, where you're um, projecting for this year? You don't have to reveal yourselves or anything, but just more around how you're feeling about the business and, and how you're actually starting to move forward. Okay. So the, yeah, I, I've learned, you know, a lot. And we've, I've sort of tested some things, um, you know, because I had kind of three products within the same category, you know, and so we just tried um, to put them all together in one listing and that's really worked very well because they've all fed off each other. So that helped with sponsored ads because it was just going to one. As far as, you know, what I'll try and do now is the one thing that I, I thought was going to work, which was in like my wheelhouse didn't. And so I'm not sure whether that's something I'm going to continue on with, you know, going down that vein. But as far as where I was to where I am now, I think it was it's probably, gosh, gone up five or six times what, what I'm, you know, um, turning over since that, that sort of time that we spent in October. So, yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, right, about six times increased. Incredible. Fabulous. So we met in October and then obviously we're in right now when we're recording this, we're just really early in March, like the third of March. Um, so five or six times your business in that time frame is pretty good. So you've, you've knuckled down and, and got some stuff moving. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, at the moment I'm still working on those products because obviously I'm, you know, it's, it's I'm not, not quite ready to sort of go into another one yet because I'm still trying to, um, you know, home in on getting these all working um, before I do, you know, so, and I, you know, and the other thing I learned is like, just let go, you know, if one's, you just, you know, it, it, it was, 
that was my biggest expectation. That one was going to be the one and it's not, and that's okay because the others suddenly did, you know, so, so that was good. Um, and I'm just going to let it go. I'm not, and it's the great thing about it as well, though, with that one, because it's in my, um, what I do, I'm, I'm just bringing it into my Shopify store anyway. So, and I'll promote it in other ways. So I'm quite <laughs> lucky from that point of view because I, you know, do all the tra the training as well. So I have, you know, I think that's quite nice as well. If you, if you've got your brand and you're going down a certain way, you know, and then you have your own website as well, you know, if something's not quite working on Amazon. That doesn't mean to say that it's not going to work from, you know, I, what I, because I'll just push it, you know, coming from me. Do you know what I mean? Cause I can yeah. voice to the product. So it wasn't quite right for Amazon, but it's, you know, I, I have every confidence that I'll sell it, you know, from, from me personally, if you know what I mean, because I'll just explain the benefits of it and, you know, and be able to show people in a video and what have you, how to use it. So, so that's sort of, again, I think, you know, to have that backup has been, is really helpful. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't cue a little song and dance from Kirsty there when you kept saying, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I usually break out into the frozen, you know, let it go. <laughs> so um, just, uh, I guess, just final question here before you, uh, Cheryl, was, uh, you know, has there been any kind of resources that you've seen, you know, either, you know, with the stuff that we've worked with you or um, maybe you found on your own or that you use in your business that maybe other people haven't done? Uh, any sort of resources that have really helped you kind of move forward in your journey? Uh, you know, you, you were mentioning you really have a plan now. And that's, that's one of the biggest things for you. Um, so maybe if you don't mind, maybe talk about that because a lot of people don't have a plan in their business. I think, you know, one of the things that you had um, said as well was, um, you know, outsource, you know, if you, you, if it's not your wheelhouse or whatever, or you're not good at something um, or, you know, you can only really spend so much time on so many things. And so, um, I just decided to, because when we did the training, I met um, Tim and Daryl and I really liked them and uh, I enjoyed their, their explanation of sponsored ads, but I still realized it wasn't my thing. So I've actually, you know, I've outsourced that to them and I'm really happy about that decision because it takes so much worry of that away from me. You know, so I, I just realized I can't, I don't want to be an expert in everything. You know, why would I? I understand it because I did the training and, you know, um, so, and I, you know, so I, I, I do understand it, but I just thought I don't need to do it if I, if it's not really my, that's what they do. So let them do it, you know, and I'm quite happy, really happy with, everything that they've done they understand it and it's something just takes a bit of a worry off of my shoulders about oh I've got to you know do that as well yeah awesome so outsourcing basically either the stuff that you know an expert could do better than you or and or maybe some stuff that you you know you can do but it's probably not going to help you scale the business further yeah yeah by doing it yourself yeah yeah Awesome. Yeah, and I just want to point out that Tim and Daryl are actually some friends of ours, obviously, that we worked with in a live event. They, they run a company called Sponsored Profit. Uh, so Sponsored Profit, we'll put a link to that in the resources below this video. But that's very, you know, it's awesome because every time we speak with somebody who, you know, I feel like everybody who comes to us is kind of almost in this either panic or like, 
I don't know if I should keep doing this business or quit this business. And, you know, you'll get people who do quit the business. It's not going to be a hundred percent success rate for anybody out there, but it's always great to see the the inspiration. And as you said, the British bulldoggedness to like (laughs) keep going and pushing forward and, and not just be like, well, it it can't possibly work. It's got to work for some people, right? Otherwise, why would anybody be doing it? And it's just great to see, you know, when people can kind of turn this around, make sense of it, get a plan. So, you know, that's kind of a a really great story. And that's one of the big reasons why we wanted to talk to you, obviously, Cheryl. Um, So thank you for joining us. Thanks for sharing your insights and the information and all the quote unquote mistakes you've made, but you've also been able to turn them around in the end. So, um, so again, thank you very much for taking the time to spend with us today. And for everybody who's listening, if you like what you heard today on the show, please be sure to hit the subscribe button, share our podcast with friends who might get value out of it as well. Also, if you're looking for some absolutely free training, head to www.goteamreal.com to see our real Amazon seller training there. Uh, We'll see you on the next show and we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.